friends, it's Tawny, your benevolent editing overlord and part-time internet bestie, back with part two of Fenris. Uh, as you probably heard in our last episode, we didn't actually plan on making this one into two parts, but it is, so we really didn't have any sort of intro, so I'm kind of just going to drop you back in where we left off. Hope that's okay. Catch you on the flip side. So when he finally confronts Hadriana, you fight her, you defeat her, etc., um, he murders her. She starts begging okay. for him not to kill her, that she has information. She has information that he wants, that he has a sister. He has a sister that's still alive, that isn't a slave, and she knows where she is, and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, you have to promise not to kill me. You have to promise not to kill me. And I'll tell you where she is. And I'll tell you everything that I know. You have my word. And he, like, it, it's argued about a little bit back and forth. And she's like, you know, if you want Daenerys, you know you have to give something up. You cannot kill me. And he eventually breaks down and says, you have my word. And, like, as you're playing the game, you're like, this bitch is yeah, dead. No. <laughs> um, but... I she, didn't even feel bad when because oh yeah, you have the no. option to stop him. I didn't even feel bad just nah. be like, to be completely nah, honest, murder her. If they would have given Hawker choice to kill her, I would have. Yes, like if I could kill tap, the if I could like tap his elbow just to gi- drive his fist a little bit more, yeah. I would have done so. Yeah, no, murder the slaver. But yeah. the it's like Fallout Three, kill them all. Yep. <laughs> she tells him everything, and is like. She's like, please believe me. She's not a slave, blah, blah. And he says, I believe you. And then he kills her. Mm -hmm. And it's so... So satisfying. So satisfying. And then he blows up. Um, You start talking to him and he's like, talking about how this doesn't help anything. Because if Hadriana knew about his sister, then Daenerys Mm -hmm. knows about his sister. So he can't even contact his sister now because Daenerys will be looking out for it because he knows Mm -hmm. Hadriana knows and he knows that Fenris just killed Hadriana and Hadriana would have done whatever she could to live. And And it'll put her in danger. And now his sister's in danger (laughs) and there's nothing good here and then he storms off. This reminds me of an insanely toxic friendship I had once. Yeah. Um... And you also have the option, you could look at Fenris and be like, you gave her your word, which, who the fuck would say that? Fuck, Come yeah, on, no. y'all. Murder the slavers. Okay. Like, what kind of lawful good, right. no, nonsense like, bullshit? Yeah, no that's some free thought shit that yeah. you say that. You have to hate Fenris to go that route. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can kind of understand that in the fact that, like, some people just really are pro-mage that hate that Fenris has such hesitance and gets so angry about it all the time. But he has his fucking reasons. Right. And uh, I'm really sorry. Really fucking good reasons. One yeah, of it's his, not like, oh, they popped my tire once. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of his fucking masters that used to torment him actively while he was powerless to stop it. Well, and he says specifically that Hadriana used to withhold food from yeah. him and, like, interrupt shit his and sleep. Shit like that. And that is, like, Gitmo shit right it's there. It's torture. It's torture. She yeah. was torturing him. And he had no way to stop it. There's nothing he could do about it. Literally, the only oh. reason she didn't take it further was because Daenerys wanted him alive and being able to do his bidding. Okay. All right. All right. So here's this theory. Is Kirkwall just Thetis's Gitmo? Mm. Uh, so they don't actively send people there, and it didn't turn into that until Meredith took over and started yeah. doing worse. Well, so Meredith is the but, but, George but, but, P. But, or George W. Bush. No, George but, H. W. Bush of. <laughs> but what if the blight 
was an inside job. Like now that's going real deep. <laughs> it was inside the earth that's where the blank kind of happens and then so technically it was inside oh Oh, god um um listen i'm gonna write this fanfic (laughs) wolf 359 was an inside job (laughs) (laughs) no that's a big spoiler i might have to cut that wolf 359 the pod's been out for a long time tawny oh dude wolf 359 is like Episode one of DS9. Oh, so there's oh, also a podcast called, called which was probably named after that. Named after that. Yeah. Um, I thought you were talking about the podcast. No, it's about uh, Wolf Three Five Nine. Actually, technically, it's like season. Oh, crud! It's the last episode of a season. I'm pretty sure the podcast was. Um, Took some inspiration. Yeah. You would oh, yeah. like it. The Borg! Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, regardless. So after Fenris storms out, um, he actually is waiting for Hawk in your mansion. Mm-hmm. Because at this stage, you have moved into your mansion. Yeah, you're finally walk. like, boom, moving on up to the east side. And he apologizes for leaving. I did appreciate that. Like, he was like, I just needed to be alone. And I get that. Like he everyone was dealing has with a lot moment. of shit, yeah. yeah. And um, this is like kind of the point where the romance like officially kicks off. There's a lot of flirting before this, but yeah. this is the official romance moment. Um, you can invite him to stay, basically. Um, if obviously you complete, you know, the questioning beliefs quest and everything that he just had. <laughs> um, we in, we're in he deck two, right? Yeah, yeah. Middle of Act Two. So, well, I guess whenever you do that quest, but yeah, true. <laughs> so you choose the flirt option. That kickstarts that entire thing. Flirt, flirt. Yes, and uh, they kiss, and the scene dims to Hawk's room where they sleep together. Okay, hold on though. I yes. do feel the need to bring up this kiss. Yes, because it was hot. No, I think it's triggering because. I'm trying to remember exactly what Hawk says. He's in, in a really moment. vulnerable state, and Hawk says something while his back is turned, and then, like, he flips around and his lyrium tattoos light up, which only happens throughout the game when, when he's, he's upset. upset and freaked out and fixing to murder someone. Okay. But it's also high states of emotion. I guess, but I'm trying to remember exactly what the fuck Hawk says before, because it is triggering. And I was like, what the fuck? I, my note is let me find my notes. Very... My note says so you trigger his trauma response and then fuck? What? I mean, um well, you know, uh, some people some people fuck. And sure, but like I it he's like walking away from Hawk and she says something and like grabs him or something. I'm no, trying no, no, to remember. No, 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 he grabs you. He pushes you against the wall. No. Um, oh, 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 she! Oh, yeah, yeah. He pushes you. You, you grab yeah, her. You, you grab, grab him to arm. turn him around. No, and his he, ar- you just yeah. reach for his arm, and he pushes you against the wall yeah. with his tattoos. Like he's freaking out. It yeah. looks like he's freaking out, and I don't like this. And then he kisses you. And then he kisses you. And then you flip around and you push him against the wall, which <laughs> See, fine. But like, I don't like that it starts off on that note. It is a very um, what's uh, it's a very. Sorry, I'm trying to find this dialogue. It's it's a very dominance. It's an intense, and that's 
fine, and it would be better if they at least, like, acknowledged it. It would be better if they at least, like, acknowledged it. Instead, it's just, like, this moment of, like, super intensity where you're like, oh, shit, did I just trigger him? And then you're fucking. And it makes me wildly uncomfortable. It, it feels not as bad as Jack's scene right, by far, right, but, like, like it's hmm, on that yeah. edge of, she's like... Not- because he's not crying. Right. Mm. But, like, but th- there's there's different levels, and but it's still there. It's still, you're triggering his trauma response. Obviously, at that point, he change, He realizes what's going on and goes, okay, I'm turned on, and then you start getting it right. on. But, like, I just don't like it. I think there's... Um, Where is this fucking dialogue? I, think I know, I couldn't I, find I, it. I would, and... Hmm. Is, uh, <laughs> right, so my birthday <laughs> got hammered. Yeah, talking to my sister, we go out and we start having to walk on the sidewalk. Somebody I don't know very well puts his hand on my back. I stop immediately and I say, You get your fucking hand off me, or I swear to God, I'll fucking break your arm. Mm-hmm. That's a trauma response. What happens with Fenris? definitely a reflex a trauma response Mm -hmm. that he hasn't controlled yet when he realizes that you're grabbing his wrist to turn him is not an attack he i like and this is granted this is me reading a lot into it he realizes that it's a gesture of affection and not an attack it still just makes me uncomfortable because like and that's what rather than being like Hey, let's do this, but next time let's not do that. Like, right, I don't right. Know. Like, and I totally one hundred percent understand that. And not a lot. I, I shouldn't say not a lot, but like there are definitely people in the world who can switch that fast as far mm-hmm. as emotions is concerned. And there's people who don't. And I can one hundred percent see how that makes you uncomfortable. And that's totally one hundred percent valid. Well, and it comes back in just a few minutes after you done fucked. Right. Um. And you wake up. Um, the scene is really like that, very well done. The scene, it's, yeah, the sex very, scenes in Dragon Age Two yeah. are not as good as Inquisition, but like right. top of the line. Right, honestly, in comparison to the Mass Effect games and the other Dragon Age games, they have finally like managed to not be awkward as fuck. Right, they're kind of sexy without being too revealing. Right, but they're you know, but you wake up. Hawk is still in bed, and Fenris is, like, dressed and, like, starting to leave. And the Hawk is like, what, that bad? Yeah. (laughs) And that's cute. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But then he basically is just like, yeah, no, that, that, it was really triggering for me. And he, no, he literally says it triggered my memories. And Hawk says, well, isn't that a good thing? And he says... I don't think you understand how traumatic that was and how awful it made me feel. Right. And the heart response, okay? The one in the bottom left. Yeah, and I the checked heart. this because I was like, is this the witty bitchy hawk? No, no. It is the heart response. Is maybe we should do it again and trigger some more memories. Oh my God. I oh do my agree God. that particular one I thought was not in good taste, especially after he mentioned that it was not a good experience. So that one I thought the writers missed. But he he did say he enjoyed the experience 
did not enjoy the memories that came back. Sure. The response, I don't disagree with yeah. you. I don't disagree with you 100 at all. Like, 100%. I am there with you. <laughs> Your dog is snoring. It's adorable. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, it's... Um, it's... Awkward. Yeah. At and the I very think, least. I think that poisons the whole water for me on the whole Oh yeah, I thing. can I can one hundred percent see that. Like, you know, the reason why it doesn't for me is because after you say that, Fenris leaves. For three years. <laughs> He's I mean, still yeah. in your party. No, Tawny Thompson. Not still much in your party. Farther later, Hawk literally says he left me. He left you in your house, but still helps you on your quests. He she's, didn't fuck off outside of Kirkwall. She's literally saying he left me three years ago when it when she says it. Yeah. Now, sorry. When yeah. they hawk is male or female when they said it. But here's the thing. I mean, I left a guy once. <laughs> he leaves the house twice, but he keeps up the friendship relationship sure. with Hawk. I just and I appreciate that. I think that's a nice like boundary setting. But they, they don't, like, don't ever have it. the conversation. They do. They eventually, don't. eventually, three years later, there's no like, hey, maybe we should slow this down. That was weird for me. Okay. But they have the conversation three, three years, years later. later. Right. And, and sometimes it takes time to process it. And to be fair, do you think Fenris was in a good place to have a relationship with all that shit going on? Yeah. And how That's Hawk was saying. responding you to it? You at least have the conversation of like, let's not do this right now. Can we talk about it later? Not all. They not talk fine. about not, it. Don't. Not, not all people do are. <laughs> and I don't mean this in a bad way. Not all people are so quick to resolve things. But that's the thing. Like, you don't even need to resolve it at that point. It's like, hey, I'm not ready for this. We'll resolve it later. That's a resolution when you say, hey, I'm not ready for this. Yeah, and he does say that. He says that I can't do this, and he leaves. Yeah. And I, well, I just think within the game, the way they've done it is awkward as fuck. I I I actually really appreciated it. I really I'm, appreciated it because here's how I think of it. Something was approached badly. They did something very awkward within their relationship that hit a pause on their relationship because of how Fenris reacted, how Hawk reacted to him reacting, and how Fenris could handle it, honestly, in that moment. And they still liked and that it happened, just not the specific details. He enjoyed the experience outside of the traumatic flashbacks because he was having fun up until that happened mm-hmm. and hawk didn't react correctly i am not At going to say that because <laughs> that i don't know if i'll have to play through again because i don't remember that being the specific option that you can choose in that i don't moment. know what the other three options were on the right yeah, side I but don't know. The, heart, the heart option has to be the chosen heart option was but fenris drawing his boundary and then leaving and then them still keeping a friendship and supporting each other outside of that. That's a resolution. And they do note later that Fenris says, we haven't talked about this. And Hawk says, I don't, I didn't think you wanted to talk about it, which meant that Hawk had been giving him space all that time and thought that that was done. I can see it. I just, I, I feel like it was Hawk's place then to go in and just be like, 
I'm gonna apologize for the thing I said. No, no. and because like you, I don't you have know. to, you it have to be so far in the past. And no, I mean like not necessarily right away, but yeah. like give it a week and then go back and be like, hey, buddy, you have to be. The thing he happened, didn't want to talk the, about. The it. thing is, is a you have to make sure that the other person wants to talk, and b you have to be prepared to get the answer that you don't want to hear. But and this is the thing. It's a video game, right? So, like, <laughs> right. maybe they had the conversation where Hawk goes in and goes, Hey, buddy, can we talk about this? And Fenris is like, Nah. I'm real busy, And actually, then Hawk guys. is like, Okay. But we don't see that, so it hey, just Tommy, feels... are you going to finish that beer? Yes, I am, probably. How do you feel about other people not finishing their beer? It depends. Are they going to dump it in my sink and then put it in the recycling bin before they leave, or are they going to leave it sitting on my countertop somewhere? <laughs> So, <laughs> so, just thought I'd bring it into context. Here's, here's kind of, to, you know, bringing in some relevant information. This is kind of what I meant when I said that I enjoyed how messy this romance yeah. was. Because I'm, like, how many um, healthy emotional reactions and uh, well-rounded and healthy responses do we see from... Fenris and these characters yeah. in general. I guess I do. and maybe that's why this is like one of my least favorite romances is because it is so like fraught. Fraught and for me not in a good way like like arguably like the shit with Anders is messy as fuck. <laughs> Um, but only lies like and they, but you're never you're, you're right. never left thinking what does he really feel? Yes. And I think that is my that's me. That's you can't how. force other people right. to do things or, but or feel You can things. either have the conversation or you can be like, okay, we're not going to have the conversation. Then we good now. Thank you. Goodbye. Then, but they they did know. close the situation is what I think he I'm not understanding. Away. That's the end. He <sighs> said, I can't do this. And he right, yeah. But clearly both of them were still in it. So it's like. They weren't. You can start romancing people after that with Fenris. You can change romances to another character. Can you really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well. 100% you can. Yeah. If huh. you don't. So this is not a Blackwall situation. Correct. No. Okay. Fuck Blackwall. I Dragon got fucking Age 2 is way shit. better about we, romance locking than the other games are. Blackwall is the only one. Dude, Blackwall fucking fuck that fucking fucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Like, <laughs> certain characters, you do have to, it is finicky, like, but if like with Isabella, after you sleep with Isabella, you can start a romance with somebody else. After you sleep with Fenris, the relationship is ended, quote unquote, and you can start a relationship with somebody else, and that relationship with Fenris will be ended. <laughs> There's in story, if you do that, he's still in love with you, and you do still have a final conversation, but not where you get together, mm-hmm. where you just resolve things. And you both continue on with your life, and he has the red armband that he starts wearing when your romance starts, and he wears the Amal family crest, but you're not romanced. You're not romancing him. (sighs) And there's, like, your actions on him affected him, and he still cares about you like that, but he's not forcing you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah, that is one of the things you don't get when you do the video of the playthrough instead of spending the 187 hours to play every (laughs) single romance in the game. That's all (laughs) So this very messy scene happens, obviously. And technically, the romance is, quote-unquote, closed. Um, 
after that, there's like no more romance within that act, and then you skip into act three, and then start stuff starts opening up again if you hit like certain things mm-hmm. in the correct order. Well, and it's like you really kind of get sucked back in because the quest happens to go find his sister, and like he yes. needs Hawk in a different kind of way than just being a buddy. And before you do that one, um, oh, actually, this one's after that, so I'm not going to jump the gun. Um, he basically I mean, sucks you back in, and he he's like, I think I found my sister. I'm worried it's a trap. Um, okay. I do want to add one Is party banter Is that sucking you back in or asking a friend for help? No, no, no. I mean, not in a bad way. When I say sucking back in, I mean, like, you get sucked back into the whirlwind romance. Yeah. Okay. That you like. But when I say right. suck, I'm like vacuum, like All thinking right. of a vacuum mm-hmm. of the world. So I will say, uh-huh. uh, for Act Two, <laughs> just to sort of add into the, it is kind of sad. Um, if you have Fenris and Anders in the same party while you're doing your jaunt about town, it's hilarious. First of all, why would you even yeah. invite that aggravation? But second, because it's funny. Anders, I think it's annoying. <laughs> Anders <laughs> and them are following Hawk at the same time. And Anders will wonder what you saw in Fenris. Because <laughs> yeah, he's a dick. And Fenris... Anders can be a dick. This is one of those times. Fenris can reply, it's done. Let it be. Because it was closed. They ended, quote-unquote, the relationship. I'm going to quote-unquote it because I never don't <laughs> romance Fenris all the way. I'm just going to say that. See? That, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think I've played through with Anders Merrill... And currently on a Fenris playthrough. And is is the mom thing in Act 2? I think it's in Act 2. I think it's in Act 3. When Leandra dies. That's done fucked up. I think it's Act 2. When Fenris has a pretty shit response to it. It, it actually it's wasn't that two. bad. I don't think. I thought it was. It He basically, when he arrives, he kind of says the same thing. That Anders does, and he says, I I don't have the words to say, but I am here. Because you find your mom's serial killed. There you go. Yeah, like and, super bad. Uh, by a mage. style. By a mage, too. And Fenris doesn't mention that it was a mage, right. so bonus points there, I guess. That's true. Um, um, <laughs> trying to be a little tactful, you find your mother's face. Yeah. Head. I think it was her head that was stitched onto another uh, pile of bits that looks like face. this other guy's. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was her face. Think Leatherman from fucking uh, Texas Chainsaw. Isn't that his name? Leatherface. <laughs> Leatherface. Thank you. Yes. I was thinking Ed Gein, but that's because I grew or up in Ed Wisconsin. Gein. I wasn't. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was based on. Ed Gein? Yeah. Pretty sure. No. Because the face stealing thing. So she took it to a nipple belt. Why is that so weird? The game (laughs) that we're talking about. um, (laughs) Back to the non-serial killers. I know a guy who know it who knows a guy whose mom babysat Ed Gein. (laughs) So the shit, dude. When you discover your mom's serial killed, um, you are mourning. Yeah, and this game actually acknowledges characters' pain, player characters' pain, and your romance for everything person uh, comes to see you actually in your room to offer comfort and Fenris says um, I don't have the words but I'm here um, Yeah, and you ask him if it was your fault <laughs> that yeah. you th- you feel like it's your fault 
If I tell you no, will it make you feel better? It's he says here, here. Yeah, that's what he says about what he says. Shitty response. I'm going to pull up the quote that I wrote down for this. Um, it's like when your buddy says, I'm thinking of proposing to someone. What's your opinion on that? You sure you want to? That's what I'd say. Do you want my real opinion or do you want me to make you feel good about it? He says, yep. If, I'm a- you, if I say no, will you feel better? You are looking for forgiveness, but I'm not the one who can give it to you. Yep. Which is a very... The ending of that makes it better. Right, yeah. Right. Sarah. Because, <laughs> okay, fine, 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 fine. Yeah, that's why I love Context the makes it better. Because fine. he knows the person that you feel guilt towards is not yeah. him. Yeah, it's... Yeah. And no platitude that he says is yeah. actually going to clear up that guilt. No, that's a better response. <laughs> so... <laughs> right, right. I forgot the second half. Jesus. As a person that... Is constantly angry and guilty. I feel like Fenris actually had a frame of reference to be like, yeah. yeah. And especially if that happens after you guys, uh, quote unquote, break up. Yeah. Then it's like. It does. It does happen. Would I really be helpful? (laughs) Break up or ignore the problem. I don't. I mean, that's what just. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said it's done. (laughs) That's better than I've had from yeah. guys that are just like, if I just don't talk to you, yeah. or if I just pretend like nothing's wrong. Dude, then... I left at like three in the morning <laughs> once on a guy because I couldn't find my hair tie. <laughs> Probably. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was for the best, man. My hair looked awful. This is why it's important to have open and real conversations with the people you're in relationships with. That's yeah. my soapbox. That's a good soapbox. Or you just don't tie feelings to sex. Like I, yeah, yeah, no, I mean that's like, the other option. You can do both things, right? Like um, it's not that easy for some people. <laughs> well, for some people it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's job. Um, if and then they find themselves married and suddenly a proud sexual. So yeah. that. <laughs> um. So, Act Three. Uh, some shit goes down. At the very end of Act 2, uh, you... <laughs> Did you slay the Asherok? Yeah. Arashok? Arashok. Uh, the Kunari Arashok. Um, and suddenly, you're lauded hero. You're the champion of Kirkwall. Champion of Kirkwall! And Meredith looks pissed about it. Um, oh, yeah. She's, <laughs> she is, like, super bitter bitch about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what's up, Meredith? It's almost yeah. like she's a fucking bitch or something. <laughs> I hate Meredith. The Iron Cunt. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, Act Three! Yay! Um, this is when the Daenerys thing happens. You're the douchebag. So, for, for that, um, you, Fenris comes to you and reveals that, actually, uh, his, he's actually been, like, Writing back and forth with, with his sister. And he gave her enough coin to come meet him in Kirkwall. Which is and sweet. she's going to be at the Hanged Man, which is the local bar. Hub. Yeah, that they all frequent. And uh, please come with him. And I was like, of course I'll come with you, baby. Well, oh, my God. Don't you basically be like, are you thinking this might be a trap? And he goes, yeah, no, it's definitely yeah, yeah, a trap. Yeah. <laughs> he's oh, like, yeah, yeah no, it, uh, it's a trap. This is a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> But he's hoping it's probably that it's a trap. not. He's yeah. hoping in his little sad boy heart that it's not. And it's really sad. He's so sad, George. I know. 
I don't know. Maybe get a kitten. All right. I'm sorry. I just like quoted. I, um, I just quoted like three different Aesop rock lines in like the last minute, and it was hilarious. For anybody who knows, it was real funny. <laughs> probably a trap um so you go and meet his sister and uh she's a beyond you walk in and she's like she's a product of her circumstances yeah and also a bitch (laughs) um you can be both yeah (laughs) we we've met Cremesius a classy very classy guy so we know that it isn't all bad (laughs) um so what Cremesius a classy a very classy guy Creme? Creme. And you say you love Iron Bull? Motherfucker. (laughs) You don't even know his charger, Sarah? We're yeah. talking about Dragon and Shoe, not Inquisition. <laughs> Don't judge me. Sorry, deep, uh, deep spoiler Krem. cut. Um, I fucking love Krem so Krem's much. Krem's the best. Um, Krem is ultimate friends up. Okay. Krem is also the word for like mud in the Sanderson user universe. So oh, okay, and or yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like to say mud because it's not shit. Well, but they use it as like a swear. Anyhow, in this universe. <laughs> um, Fenris goes, and you all do see her sitting at a table at the pub, and she She's looks up. something fancy with her freaking pinky out. <laughs> she looks up, and uh, her and Fenris start talking a little bit, and... Um, well, Fenris has already told you that she is not a slave. She's, in fact, a tailor. Yeah. Like, yeah. making decent money. Like, tailor he seems really spy. kind of proud for her. <laughs> Doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> And um, so this entire time, uh, his sister, whose name I'm trying to remember. Verania. Karen. Verania. Verania is correct. That's the right one. Um, She's starting to act very shifty. And you realize... She's a traitorous bitch! That Daenerys is there. Because he suddenly walks from the stairs. Or whatever that noise is. This is where we kind of go back to what we were discussing earlier with um, him talking about how you're his, Venus's new master, and you'd say he is not beholden to anybody. Nobody is his master. And he goes, oh, you're jealous. I know. He is quite skilled, isn't Mm -hmm. he? Blah, blah, blah. So all of that stuff that we already talked about. That's that's when this happens. So that stuff we talked about earlier, that happens now. And it's like Doctor. Well, Ryan. what you find out is that Denarius promised to make Verania his um, apprentice in exchange for bringing Fenris back. Yes. to him. you find it. Find and this out after you kill him. You. <laughs> I think. No, no. Go? He says yeah. that at first because you have the option to betray Fenris, right? Yeah. Oh, why would you, you do? do that? That's yeah. rude. Because uh, this game likes to give you moral choices that are just absolute Awful? evil choices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it's one of those things where it's like. We're giving you, like, a moral conundrum. No one of them is just being a fucking douchebag, yeah. actually. It's like the trolley problem. Do you kill one person or you, do you kill 50,000 people? But uh, one of the options is to put the one person on the track with everybody else right. and drive over all of them. Yeah. For some yeah, reason. Yeah, like, obviously the 50,000 because carbon footprints people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We should get Sarah an infinity glove, clearly. Yeah. Uh, Snap, bitches. <laughs> I, for this particular scene, I always thought, 
Like, it, Fenris loses it. He starts glowing, yells, I am not a slave. You start the fight, and you could kill Daenerys. Mm-hmm. After that murder is done, the revenge, the the de- defense. The revenging. To take a, a step, if you do betray Fenris... He just, like, goes along with it, and you get a letter being like, oh, yeah, we deleted all his memories again. He's cool now. Just wanted to point that out. I read that in the wiki just now. I don't think any of us will have ever done that, so we wouldn't have known that. I'm going to erase from my memory again that that's something that exists. That happens, Because... Bioware, y'all, come on. That's not gray morality. It's being a dick. It's literally, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, we all understand. Sometimes you sleep with a hooker and then murder and take the money back. We get it. (laughs) But this we're not playing that fucking game. (laughs) This is like, like as a game that tries to laud moral conundrums and gray morality. This isn't that. No, no. So I kind of get confused when they're like, make the choice that will like change the world. Why is some of it just being evil as fuck? Just. Why? Like, if you want to make <laughs> I mean, the same a complicated when you're world, playing KOTOR and you can be the, the yeah. Sith. Like, because some people do like to explore that's that in video games. That is 100% effect. different. I, I, did, I, I think I it's just, kind of the same thing. Oh, you were such a Jedi. I. <laughs> there was like. I am, though. There's a lot. It's a lot. And I personally, like, I can't do that when I'm gaming. I feel mm-hmm. bad when I'm mean to people that aren't assholes. Same. Oh, yeah. If you want to know how much of a people Meanwhile, I mean, I am, Ethan will. He'll play a full evil game. He just yeah, will. I know. To explore I can't, what I happened. Can't I can't do it. I can't I just can't. No. I just don't. Nope. I want to be the best me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so now that we're going to forget that that's what happens and there's something you can do. Um, after you kill Daenerys, um, Fenris's sister is cowering in a corner and saying, please don't hurt me, blah, 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 blah. And this is also, like, this scene is where you discover that his name was Leto. Um, oh, I don't Because I Fenris don't, is like, I remember... I remember playing with you in the Oh, shit, that's Elton John, isn't it? Okay. No, it's not Elton John. Is it? No. Is it it Beatles? No. Is it some I'm trying to look it up. It's Boz Skaggs, the Lido Shuffle. Oh, then I'm I'm sorry. I'm thinking a completely different song. I'll play it for you when we're not recording. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So this is um, also the scene where you find out that Fenris' real name is Lido. Um, Fenris' Fenris talks about how his memory is, like, starting to come back a little bit, and he remembers her when he was little. They mm-hmm. used to play together in the master's courtyard, and his mother was, like, a washerwoman, and they were all slaves under Daenerys' household. Um, after Daenerys is killed, she starts saying that... She had to. Daenerys was going to make her his apprentice, and she couldn't give up that opportunity. And Fenris, like, keeps going over and over again, like, I never wanted this. This isn't something I wanted. And he, this is an opportunity where you can let him kill her or convince him to stop. This was a hard decision for It me. is. Well, but he, she also reveals that, um, 
that's, he wanted. That's at the end if you don't kill her. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. No, it's fine. That's fine. Um, like, we said the spoilers. Yeah. That was all good. And, <laughs> like, you can do that. And normally I choose don't. Like, a couple times I have mm-hmm. been like, go ahead. It's fine. Get it out. <laughs> um, like, I just, it's it's tough for me to make this decision, man. Because, like. It is truly. Because, like, it's. I can't really not kill his sister. Because his sister went through the same shit that he did up to a certain point, right? Like, she may not be a slave now, but she still has those traumas. And she deserves as much grace to, like, recover and heal from that as he has. But like, she's she had set a, him up She's to had be the last, killed. like, ten years But to what choice did she have, right? Like. I agree with that, but she could have warned him when they were up there together. Like, she I agree with that. No, I do agree with that. But I don't know that she says it's for the opportunity. Death for her. I don't know. Uh, But here's the thing because even if it's. Except when it comes to dice. Even if it's his. Yeah, you're fucking vicious, man. It's somebody that he can never trust. There's no way that he can trust this person no matter what family he doesn't need to trust her. Like, moving forward, but he should give her the grace that he had to, like, learn from the mistake. Well, that's the thing. She's had ten years to learn. And she has had her memories the entire time and as well. granted... Yeah. yeah. And as a free person, because as you learn, yeah. she was freed from being right. a slave. And granted, you don't know what her whole experience is, Correct. and the whole, like, being free in and of itself can yes. be more of a burden than being a slave, exactly. because you have the whole idea of, like... Oh, Responsibilities, I, I have, taking I care s- of yourself. I have so much that you stuff. never learned. Yeah. So much stuff to talk about about how like hard it would be. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think she deserves that that grace. Like <sighs> I still think it's his decision and not really ours though. Yeah. I but it may be his decision, but him. you can still be like, let's talk this through before you do it. You know? Because we've known, we've shown, and that his trauma response is anger. Yeah, that's and true. And anger leads to vengeance. <laughs> Right. Revenge leads, leads to, to hatred. Hatred leads to the dark side. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Even as a trekking, I know that one. That is, that's very fair, Tani. I do agree with that, with what we've discussed right. so far. So, like, just looking, looking at him and being like, my dude, we need to roll this back. I need you to take, a, like, five deep breaths. Count with me. The first one is going to be on a five count. The second one's going to be on a six count. It hits like, every single trauma that he has. Sure. Problem. But that's why we need to slow it down for him. Because yeah, he's we're not, not in therapist. control. <laughs> sure, we're not. But that's the thing. You don't he have to be no someone's therapist. therapist to look at them and be like, Cool, your role. I can see that you're going through a trauma response. I want you to look around and see five things and what are five things you can touch and what are five things you can smell. Yeah. Right? I, that's why I keep scent on me because I have like, <laughs> yeah, I have severe anxiety. And Super bad anxiety. Because like how much might he regret that if he doesn't really think it through? That's why I normally do that. If you give that, him that yeah. moment and he thinks it through and he goes, no, I still want to kill her. Okay, but, then. But, here, here's but we don't really thing. have that option. <laughs> who, who, who's to say... Who's to say this? Who's to say this bitch ain't gonna come back on you? Yes. Can we not handle that? We we can. But do why we not want just get it out of the way now? Sleep well later. Because now his like, own sister have... could potentially be after him. Right. But like 
I will say. Like, is this gonna? Is this bitch gonna find an apprentice with apprentice with another person? One of the is reasons, she gonna come back and be a magister and be like, "Bitch, you're my slave," and you're gonna be like, "No, I don't think so." I have to fucking kill her then. It's gonna be absolutely worse. Like, uh, no. I'll be honest. One of the reasons that I've just let him kill her in the past is because if you have Anders in your party, <laughs> this motherfucker. This pissed me off so bad when I played, and then I was reminded of it when I watched this playthrough again. Anders looks at the situation with his sister on, like, cowering, not wanting to be killed, and Anders goes, your sister's a slave? Wow, that's very hypocritical. It's just oh, jealousy just, all the time. Your sister's a mage. A mage. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry, your sister's <laughs> a mage. I have just got yeah. a lot of feelings in my head no, right we now. All got, we all got emotions. Your yep. sister's a mage, you hypocrite. Is this jealousy that this has been all this time when he literally just fucking remembered who she was? Yeah. And didn't know that because he's just been talking to her by letters. And Anders says that bullshit. Well, and arguably Anders is not the most stable human being in the game. He's not. Um, But, like, what the fuck? Maybe Anders is an asshole. He is an asshole. Anders is a little bit of an asshole, yeah. (laughs) Like... He's a well-meaning asshole, but that doesn't make him any less of an asshole. But is he? (laughs) I think he is. I think he is. But But he also is possessed. So that wasn't justice talking in that moment. Yeah, that was was not justice talking. But it was probably vengeance, though. Was it? No. Was it? Vengeance wouldn't care about that shit. Vengeance would be like, she gave you up, kill her. Like, that's (laughs) That's vengeance's entire deal. Stab the bitch in the face! That's what vengeance would say, just like that, with that voice. No, fair enough. If she is spared. (laughs) (laughs) You go on to learn another interesting fact. Tawny, since you referenced it, would you like to tell everybody? So what we discover is that Leto actually, um, basically, at the time his name was Leto. At the time that he makes the decision. Oh boy, I think I left something out at home. (laughs) I gotta get out of here. At the time that, at the time, his name was Leto. Leto slash Hyrus. made the decision. The artist for, the murderer (laughs) formerly known as Leto. But he made the decision to take the lyrium tattoos basically to give freedom to his mother and sister. Like, I do a lot he more than... He into I, a tournament. Yes. yes. I would do a lot more than, like, take lyrium tattoos to, like, right. for my sister. And that's so, like, that's super fucking noble, but it also changes his entire personality hmm. of hating this thing yeah. when he basically... this yeah. According to him, this is what he says. Yeah. Like, he now... He asked for this, right? This mm-hmm. thing that he hates so much... He asked for it. So... And how does that change his reflection of who he is? Well, and here's the thing. How have, is this as a really super yeah. shitty fucking metaphor for rape? Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to definitely dive into this particular thing. Because in in the canon of how this happened, Daenerys conducted... Wait, canon like boom or canon like story? Canon like story. story. Gotcha. Thank you. In Sorry. the story canon of how this happened, uh, Daenerys threw a tournament... He, like, ran a tournament trying to find a competent fighter that he could do this procedure on. He would give them a boon if they won, and then they would do this procedure and be under his control um, of getting these lyrium tattoos carved into him. Fenris was a child, a slave child. They and his family were all slaves. The boon that he wanted was to free his family. 
And the the bad part was having to get these tattoos. So I don't see it as him choosing to do it as much as being coerced in a bad situation, which they don't point out in the game, yes. which bugs I me. I was going to say, when he tells you <laughs> the tale, yeah. he says... I asked for this. Yeah. Um, and even his sister says, you asked for this. Like, this was a decision that you made. And she's which, even like, and I feel like you got the better deal, even though you freed us. Which, which made me was want to wow, that was, And that I did was, also want to slap her I mean, I probably the goddamn face. Yeah. I probably would have stabbed her. For real. The first time I let her live, I was like, oh, I should have let him fucking kill <laughs> Because what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. She had but, freedom. She didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. Because they'd probably been slaves their entire life, but that's not Fenris's fault. Right. Uh, and that I, wasn't oh, man. worse than slavery. <laughs> and for a child, thinking, like, he's doing this thing to help his family, okay, so it didn't work out how everyone thought it might would, mm-hmm. but, like, he can't know that. Yeah. There's just and, no way. So, yeah, no, bless you. Thank you. As an amnesiac as well, yes. he had no way of knowing that he asked for that, and Daenerys never told him right. that he asked for well, that. I would, here, here's the thing. Was the memory loss... Probably as a result of the yes. surgery. Well, no, no, no. I understand I understand that. Yeah. Was it, was it a result of the surgery? Or no, was I, it a result of the pain? I think the memory loss is purposeful, because if you look at... If you betray him, yeah. and they take him back, they oh, wipe right. his memory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so they can purposefully, right. with magic, wipe the memory. And right. I think that's exactly what happened here. Okay. That's fair. Is they, that's true. Um, what's the spell in Harry Potter? Uh, they... Obliviated him. Yeah. We don't talk about uh, Harry Potter. Fuck. I'm sorry. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't even say that. No, such like a dick way. No, no, no. I J.K. Rowling can go suck a dick. Fuck yeah. Um, suck her own dick. I don't care. Right. Something. Someone's dick. Don't care. Don't dildo. Care suck a dildo. J.K. Rowling. Suck a dildo because be you're that useless. Um, suck some goat balls. There. But <laughs> all of the other hundreds of people who worked on the movies and like the right. impact that the books had when we were children on before us she turned right. before she turned into a turf. fucking turf, <sighs> um, fucking are not negated. I will just stop spending money on her shit. Yeah. Anyhow. Mm-hmm. I think um, I told my mom she's not allowed to do it either. Yeah. And my That's mom's fair. like, okay. Yep. That's fair. Yep. Go mom. Um, so, so, fuck turfs. Um, but also, I, the, the memory, memory loss. loss was purposeful. Yeah. Very likely. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I wish we could fucking do that. Just erase memories? Yeah, that'd be super cool. Like, in I don't know. They, they, they've explored that, and yeah. it normally doesn't end well. I know, <laughs> and I realize that. And, and there's other things, like, they're exploring the use of LSD to fight, um, PTSD and yeah. trauma triggers and I think that's really really cool research and they're exploring it specifically within the black community for racial um, trauma and PTSD and I think that's cool as hell and it's working yeah. um, but of course it's such a controlled substance that not a lot of people are being able to explore that um, well they they're, they're also use it uh, in a lot of treatment for depression yeah. and stuff like that and then because uh, it's like silo ban or whatever the hell um, Psilocybin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. You, there's yeah. It's a PSI. <laughs> D, there's Y A N O L I something. Spelling is not my greatest right now. <laughs> well, they also have like um, it's it's basically magnetic therapy. Yeah, where they divert magnets. Yeah. Oh my god, when I say it out loud, it sounds so stupid. <laughs> 
legitimate thing. No, it is. And find... If it works, like, great. But right, they yeah, need yeah. the funding. Um, after funding. Uh, after... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After so his sister. sister leaves, Fenris turns to you and says that now he is definitely alone. Aww. After he lost his sister. And you can say, but you no, me. I'm here. You for have you. me. I'm here. But that's your heart option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is. one did. I was like, okay, thank you for at least putting this little the like, nudge in. Yeah. Like, right. Because up to this point, for the last like three years, it, it feels like you haven't been a support for Fenris. Right. Like, you haven't exactly been cut there scenes, as much. Yeah. Cut scenes. Yeah, within the cutscenes. support for Fenris. So... Right. And I feel like that's, like, the nature of this story for him as much as anything. Ander's stuff was so plot-heavy. I feel like a lot of the other characters don't go in as deep and mm-hmm. don't have such a comfort, comfort, comfort thing that Ander's story definitely well, did. Ander's kind of a comfort but leech. <laughs> after this... Um, and after you have maxed out your relationship points, so that is something that definitely happens, um, you visit Fenris at Nereus's mansion that he's still um, slumming in. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yo, you gotta get out of here. We can't keep the Seneschal away forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're in a rivalry r- romance with him, this is like a very passionate scene. Like he's pacing in front of the fire. He's saying the revenge against Tenarius tastes like ashes. Like, what was the entire point all of this time? And I mean, like, you know, revenge is best served cold. And after that, it goes into some of the stuff that happens during his normal scene. So I'm going to skip that. Um, But in the friendship romance, um, when you arrive at Tenarius' mansion... Uh, Varric is there, and Aveline are there, saying, please move out of this mansion. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't do this. <laughs> and um, he he is saying no, basically. <laughs> um, and, like, Aveline's like, I can't hide from the Seneschal for very much longer that you live here. And Varric's like, this, like, digs are, like, just not... You can do better, man. Yeah, You're like, come on, yo. Like, we are intervention. Yeah. yeah. We're like, friends with the freaking champion of Kirkwall. If Let's this was how I met fun. your mother, they would have a giant intervention sign. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. is that how they do it? I gotta yeah. fucking watch that show. It and was, it doesn't age well. Oh, oh well, look, <laughs> it was good when it was. And this scene is actually the same one that kind of happens. There's just no romance options if you romance somebody after the other Mm -hmm. relationship with Fenris has ended. So this scene kind of plays out again. But uh, if you romanced him, um, Fenris says no, and then they kind of leave to be like, whatever, we're not going to spend so much energy on this. (laughs) (laughs) And he says how they just don't understand. Um, you don't understand me, Mom and Dad. He and this is like one of those times, literally, Sarah, that I was like, "Angst boy." Yeah. <laughs> Nobody understands your feelings. He really is an angst them. boy. My feelings are so complicated, um, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you can talk to him here, and he kind of goes over why he wants to stay there and how. Even though Daenerys is dead, it doesn't feel done because, I mean, he spent all of his life on high-octane adrenaline running from all these people that were hunting him down all the time. Uh, So during this conversation, he does bring up that he doesn't know what to do. 
um, he wants help. Uh, and you say, I don't care what you do as long as I get to be part of your you. life. Yeah, yeah, as long as I get to be there. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, Federus, he starts to apologize for running back at you. He says, I know we never really talked about what happened three years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's when Hawk is straight up like, I thought you didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> and he starts to apologize. He says, I should not have ran out. I should have talked to you. And all of that very sweet stuff. Can I just point out that all of this would have been like thwarted and avoided if Hawk had just been like, hey, my dude, I wanted to check in. Oh my God. Do you Tawny. want to talk about so it? he wasn't ready Tawny. yet, Tony. But you can ask. And then he can say no. At least then that happens. I know, but then you can ask, and then they'll say fuck off. That's he, fine. At least is the it? answer is no. Is it? If yes, you're gonna let him go, fine. there's not gonna be a fuck off happening. So to cut this off, <sighs> we have the same argument again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like unresolved shit. Before we start this again, you can't make everybody run on your timeline, Tony. Just saying. I'm just saying. It could have been addressed. You're addressed. <laughs> I am addressed. He you're, says you're, that... You're pretty addressed. <laughs> okay, <no>. <laughs> says that he has Thank thought you, about your touch for three years. Because every time we touch, yeah, I can just feel it. Okay. He has thought about your touch, like, all this time for three years. Hmm. And... He wishes that he sh- would have said what he should have said at that time. And your character can be like, well, I'm like leaning coyly on the table. So for everybody that knows. <laughs> Super coyly. It is coyly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, for example, what you, would you have said? What, for example, <laughs> what <laughs> should you have said three years ago? Like, what about <laughs> And he says... That is the only appropriate response. (laughs) (laughs) He says, um, nothing could be worse than the thought of living without you. And you respond back and go, oh, I mean, maybe, like, I should still, like, hold this over your head a little bit for a little bit longer. (laughs) Yeah, right. And he gets very close to Hawk, and he says, if there is a future to be had, I will walk into it gladly at your side. Ah! Love it. I love my boy. <laughs> uh, that, that also that also like reminds me of something my dad told me once. Well, and many other times after that, he's like, "I will walk with you through hell and back. I just need to know that you're by my side." Yeah, like it's like it's, the line from Lord of the Rings. I would rather live a single lifetime with you than spend all the ages of the world alone. That's not the exact quote. But, but I, yeah. 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 Sorry. No, it's adorable. <gasps> I'm kidding. It's adorable. I love it. I'm oh, a romantic. Well. I just got to make the, you know, tough. I used it in my vows. No. <laughs> oh, oh. That's so, oh. And then I ended it with, there's a bomb at this wedding and it's your butt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So, I'm... within all of this, uh, that restarts the romance for, um, sorry, I totally missed. It's, uh, uh, that restarts the romance for you and Fenris, mm-hmm. and then it does another kissy scene that does a fade to black. They really did such a good job with the sex scenes in yeah. this game. They really, really did. I thank you, 
Thank yeah, you, I mean, Bioware. <laughs> Thank you, EA. Finally, no, finally not. We do not think music. EA. Okay. We do not think EA I mean, in this household. They were involved. Uh, this isn't even my household. I'm sorry. <laughs> I overstepped my bounds. I will I be mean, EA in the corner. Sucks up a lot of other shit, so I'm with you. But yeah, fuck you, EA. But they do like actual tasteful music. Yes. They yeah, do a pan back really, during yeah. the fade out. They do a good job. Yeah, it was good. Awesome. So. Moving into Dragon Age 2 Endgame. Um, <laughs> this is a crossover with the Avengers. Yes. Pretty except cool. really not. No. Um, so, uh, Black Widow is Thanos. It's fucking great. Uh, <laughs> in the end of Dragon Age 2, uh, all the shit hits the fan. Surprise! Shocker. Shock. Uh, Anders throws up a bill, blows up a building. Uh, the Templars and mages fully throw down into a full-out war against each other. And you Which get is likely to, to side. spread across the entirety of Thetis if you're not careful. Wow, I wonder what could make Tawny think about that. What? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, you now are in the end section. Uh, you choose whether or not to kill Anders for his crimes. Or just uh, for fun. Or just I'm for what? fun. <laughs> Fenris, no matter what you do, tells you that you should kill Anders. Yeah. I'm so surprised. They get along so well throughout the entire game. It's shocking to me. I mean, like, wait. (laughs) You think, um... I'm a Jedi, okay? We've already discussed. Yeah, but in the realm of acceptable magic, Anders runs around with a spirit possessing him all the time. I know. It's problematic. Yes. But I don't think it means he should die right now. Sure. Mm. We are not Judge Dredd. We are not Judge, Jury, and Executioner. So who else have we killed in this game, Tawny? He deserved it. She deserved it. Slavers deserve it. Yeah, like and all 100%. the other people you kill during the game because Depends you you on really how you be, play. Yo, like they really totally. just be killing all those bandits and all those people. Okay, but, but that's self defense. But you know, not Anders who just destroyed it? part of the city. <laughs> if you fireball Anyways. them from like way out of combat before they aggro, I don't magic. Oh right, this, weirdo. This isn't <laughs> technically an Anders Truther podcast, so we're gonna move on. <laughs> The blight was an inside job. This is where you can choose to help the mages or the Templars throw your weight behind the winning team. If you pick the Templars, you're a sociopath. Um, The Corypheus was a great president. (laughs) Corypheus. 2024. So we're... Okay, so <laughs> when you choose the mages, because I believe in all of you that listen to our podcast. <laughs> we know you're not complete assholes. When you, when you choose, choose the, the mages. mages. What up, um, Brandon? How you doing? <laughs> there is a entire section pre-battle where you talk to a bunch of your companions. When you're romancing Venris... <laughs> Jordan's giving me a face. Oh, she's it's giving right at all me, of but it's also right at the microphone. So I think it's at the microphone, but also it's at, at our listeners. It's at our listeners. <laughs> okay. When like, you kind romance, of a you too. <laughs> when you <Perfect>. romance Fedris, <laughs> he talks to you at this ending point, and he says, "Here I am, about to defend these mages in hopeless battle. You lead me to strange places, Hawk, and." You can say, 
I'm gonna lead you to a lot stranger places than this. Bitch, <laughs> this ain't shit. And you guys have like this conversation about how you all need to really both be careful. And he ends it with, I can't go on living without you. So you better be safe. And then you guys kiss. It is very and sweet. Then, and, well, yeah, and you say, you gotta be safe too, Fenris. Yeah. Fenris. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I just accidentally ooh wooed. Oh you my know, god. That's I will coming for me. But I will never. I love that Sarah so much. It wasn't even purposeful. <laughs> but it was perfect. Y'all too. Y'all uh, stick over there with your that. I just like people. And that is the end of Dragon Age 2. After you defeat evil Meredith and defend the mages and Varric, uh murder what? or not your buddy Anders he oh there was somebody that I was out. thinking sounded like, a lot like uh, the voice for um the sister sounds a lot like the voice for Cassandra, Cassandra without the accent I said that to Ethan I was like is that her yeah. that's her um, Fenris's sister. Mm-hmm. I swear sure. to God, it's Golly Cassandra darn. without the French accent. Cool I thought darn. it was Aveline without mm-hmm. her accent. Mm-hmm. No, we okay. We it gotta sounds check exactly out now, like Cassandra. All right, hold on. We gotta look this shit up. Uh, no, shut up. She is Cassandra. She is. In yep. Haha. There it is. Cassandra Pentagast. What up? What up? Boom. Whoa, that was an awkward. Fail. Shit. Turkey. Oh, I don't <laughs> even know what happened. It is Cassandra. <laughs> Boom. We're great. Go team. Boom. I'm glad you said that, because I said that to Ethan, and he was like, it is. It is Cassandra. And I was like, I swear it is. We were right. It's on her IMDb if you need it, Jordan. There it is. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cut most of that out, but please know that we spent at least seven minutes looking for this. Yeah. (laughs) We only provide quality facts here mm-hmm. <laughs> for romancing the game. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Like, Ted, so, Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. She just had a little bit of, like, there was that vocal was quality yeah, and, yeah. like, the um, cadence of her voice the, it was and her more, words. Like, the timbre. Yes. Timbre. Yes. But, like, it was subtle. It was enough that I was like, it definitely sounds familiar. Without the French, one hundred percent. I mean, totally it, it, was, it was like Aveline, though. Yeah. It was like so. I was, off. I was like, yeah, it's going down. Yeah, I'm yelling timber. Yeah. What? So <laughs> to kind of roll into our closer stuff, yeah. so our, our fantastic listeners can get on with their day eventually. Today. What up, Brandon? How you doing? Um, <laughs> do you have a favorite moment or quote from the? Oh, I fucking totally have one. Romance or storyline? Give me like a minute here. My favorite moment was honestly like the the well I'll teach you how to read because he for one he gets a little bit like defensive about it for like a second and then he's like well I have always wanted to learn more about Shartan and you're like yeah. it's chill like I got you boo and I like that and I wish they had more of those moments instead of the trauma fueled toxic masculinity that comes out of him a lot that um gets on my bad side so yeah. That because yeah. in mm-hmm. mostly because of Hawk's reaction mm-hmm. without fail. Mm-hmm. So that <laughs> I just want everybody that's listening to know that immediately after we turn off the recording equipment, I'm going to have a very long talk about Tawny about what I consider to- toxic masculinity. <laughs> And I'm going to go shit home around the half toxic masculinity. Sarah, toxic shit around is just now. <laughs> 
while perfectly normal. We're gonna move around, move along because this is an effort. Don't shit. Boom. To not make our listeners have to listen to this argument. <laughs> Could you pass me my pen? Yes, I can. Thank you. Um, Sarah, did you have favorite moments or quotes? For I you? just love the. They know what I am. Let them come if they find the courage. Yeah. Bitch, come for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds like something I would say. Oh, look. (laughs) Oh, look. Oh, look. Something you have in common with friend I'm not saying I don't have anything. I'm going to lead off with my favorite, what I feel like is the most metal quote (laughs) for the entirety of Dragon Age 2, probably. Um, And then into my favorite moment. But... On Daenerys, after you initially take over his mansion. Oh, wait. I got to see my favorite moment, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he totally has a conversation with Dog. He does. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. And Dog's like, yo, what up? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's great. Like, it's so cool. He's like, oh, it's fucking great. I love it. I love everybody who talks to the dog, really, is what it is. It's an an integral part of the game. For sure. It was in in Origins as well. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, you got to be good to Dog. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so my favorite quote is uh, near the beginning uh, after you take over Daenerys' mansion and you say there in Taventer is what they're referencing there he is a wealthy mage with great influence here he is but a man who sweats like any other when death comes for him oh yeah that's pretty awesome it's so metal it's so awesome it's pretty metal P.S. if you'd like to see something else that is metal check out Theater of the Mind Players Morkborg oh yeah Morkborg we did do that (laughs) yeah and it's out so it is out yeah um, and I would have to say my favorite moment with him actually is when he's opening up about, we skipped over this, so I feel better about quicking this. Um, he <laughs> opened up about his escape and he tells Hawk how he escaped Daenerys <laughs> and he was left um, to fend for himself on Saharan in the war-torn world that the Tevinter mages and the Kunari are fighting on and the local people are left to pick up the slack and deal with it. And some of the locals um, have this ability, and they're called Fog Warriors. And when he was abandoned there by Daenerys, they took him in and healed him and helped him and accepted him into their community. Mm -hmm. And then Daenerys arrived and told Fenris to kill all of them, and Fenris did. We did touch on that scene, because that's the scene where, like... Hawk actually yeah. really does finally create kind of a safe space for him to talk right. about his yeah. shit. Yeah. But like, we didn't go into man, it. In dude, yeah. Like that's just and rough. like that like really showed his journey of in learning and the the camel the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> the camel that broke the straw's back. The camel that's back Only was broken one. by the straw. <laughs> there we go. Got there. And nailed it. How after he killed all of them he then turned around and attacked Daenerys and his men and escaped. Yeah. Um, and Daenerys was too busy trying not to die to follow him. Mm-hmm. And that's why his warriors didn't follow him because they were trying to protect Daenerys and he was able to get far enough away mm-hmm. to get that head start. Um, and it's one of my favorite things because it's like, it's the story. Mm-hmm. It's the story behind how he became the person he is today because right. he was. Fenris the slave, he was Leto the slave boy, and then he became Fenris the person that regrets 
having to kill these people that he cared for mm-hmm. and that accepted him and became the person that said, this is wrong. And finally had the strength to break away. Yep. And I just, like, loved that character-defining moment. And it's so tragic because it's not romantic, but I <laughs> still loved it so much. It, it is such a great moment, like, when you figure stuff out. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. And obviously I love the romance shit to bits, but, oh, like, right. yeah. that in particular yeah. was my favorite feminist moment. That's I mean, why I think the the teaching him to learn to read... Teaching him to learn to read... Um, teaching him to read is... No, I think it works. Yeah. Teaching him to learn to read. I mean... Well, and technically. Actually, yes, because you're teaching him to want to learn to read. Not to want to learn to read, but the skills to learn to read. But also <laughs> teaching the him vulnerability to, read. to admit that he wants to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He doesn't oh, show damn. much vulnerability. So teaching him to that. read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he doesn't really show much vulnerability throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's maybe why... I think he shows a lot of vulnerability by being invulnerable. What? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Do you guys want a bonus um, lighter quote from Fenris? Sure. Just to really bring up our, our moods at the end. Um, so, during the Mark of the Assassin DLC, when you are captured and in a prison, if you had Anders and Fenris in your party because you're crazy... They are having to run through a manor to try to find you. <gasps> yes! And Fenris wants to take control over leading us where they are. And Anders is like, can you please stop with all of your mages are evil thing for one minute? Like, blah, blah. And Fenris says, they may not all be evil, but one of them in particular is extremely annoying. <laughs> and it's hilarious. It is. Like, I just love causing chaos. Like, it's a little more like... Oh God! When you put like yeah. Meryl and Fenris, yeah. in, and I feel kind of bad about it. That's why I always bring like dwarves and people that don't like the Fade onto the Fade quest because <laughs> it's, it's mean, but it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, it, it, it's flavor. You guys know what that time means, though. Now, fuck, fuck rating. Insert fuck haiku here, dude. I was so happy with that. I can't wait to tell you guys. Fuck, 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 fuck. So, do we want to do a uh, Jordan, Tawny, Sarah, so that we can yeah, couch Tawny's sure, bad opinion between sure. our two good ones? <laughs> yeah, make a shit sandwich. Screw you, creepos. Screw you, creepos. Listen, we're the bread of the sandwich. Okay? <laughs> You're the yummy, yummy filling, Tawny. Tofurky. I know you guys are very, very surprised, but my five out of five scale rating for Fenris is five stars out of five hold stars. Up, hold I'm up. less than surprised, and I think you're wrong. Yeah. Wait a second. What? Yeah. <laughs> See, wow. Sarah, you're less than surprised, and I know good. I work on it so hard. So hard. As a character Disney in Iron the Man. game, <laughs> as a character in the game, we're like, earns one full whole point. Like, he has a full, rich backstory. It's he very does. interesting. Uh, quality of flirting interactions. He is so fucking precious. It's adorable. He's adorable. Is, yeah. I'm he, rolling my eyes at the microphone. The <laughs> get-together is super intense. It goes back and forth. You guys break well, up. Technically, you get back like, together. it happens twice. And it's double. You get a two-for-one special with that. That's like, <laughs> makes it a six out of five. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. My first six out of five. <laughs> Pre-ending cutscene. This is, you know, all of the shit with the mages, the final kiss before you go into battle, and then the ending. You guys 
are together. You go off together. You stay together after this game. And, and it's there's, beautiful. Yeah, there's actually really interesting stuff when you ask about them yeah. in, in Inquisition. I, I did see that. I, I did watch that video so after, too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That was my All right. <laughs> my rating is fucking trauma triggers, y'all. Like, I don't know. It really just turned me off of the entire romance that you... It's... Hawk handles them poorly, and I don't know that the other options in the tree change that. Like, even reading them off the thing, and I guess I didn't watch the video to see how they play out, but, like, it... Hawk doesn't handle his triggers well, and it doesn't feel like a fully, like, actually good romance in any way, shape, or form. So are Um, you saying it's a... Caught in a bad romance. <laughs> I get that reference. It's Lady Gaga. Oh, I am so proud of you. Go me. Go Tawny. That was Boom. a self high five. Um, that was great. Yeah. I, I understood that, that reference. I knew a TV thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. It doesn't. It has. There's too many. It just. It could be so good. And it's not. Because. They didn't deal with things properly, in my opinion. Tani wants to clarify that she feels that it wasn't <laughs> that it wasn't good. <laughs> I, like, I'm not. I'm really just not sure how you feel about this. Time. I don't. I can't. It's not. <laughs> it doesn't. You're what so, is my last? You're, you're we're just so. I'm, what I'm is my it. last thing here is IDK. The entire romance feels off. They never resolve his angry emotional outbursts, and like he abandoned Hawk for three years with like no fallout, mind you. Hawk isn't exactly supportive after setting off his trauma triggers and, like, IDK, man. So that's that was my last note on the whole romance. All right. <laughs> so, okay. It's so, here okay. in text. I know. I know. Here, here is my, my fuck rating. Uh, on a scale from Kanye and Kim's divorce to <laughs> JT and Britney Spears breaking up. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Save Britney, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Save yeah, Britney. Save Britney. <laughs> Hashtag free Britney. Like, for reals. Like, get on it. Jesus, you're a bad dad. Patriarchy, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just not good people. Um, I'm going to rate this as uh, Tori Amos and Trent Reznor breaking up because that was amazing. Because <laughs> you got Pretty Hate Machine. And then she comes back at him with, like, a bunch of stuff on Boys for Pele. And you're just like, what? And I, like, kind of wish there was social media around back in the olden days when they did break up because this would have been gold. <laughs> I'm like, suddenly... Gold. Super aware why Sarah was trying to get us to realize who Tori was earlier today. And when I was sitting here like, the actor, right? Thinking of Tori Spelling. Yeah. So um, I was like, no, no, not not Now I'm going to have to like look into what that drama was. Oh, God. Okay. Lead singer in Nine Inch Nails. Oh. Oh. Okay. Trent Risner and Tori Amos. Huge breakup. Okay. Pretty Hate Machine. I feel like I remember that. But <laughs> the album Pretty Hate Machine. I was listening to was the Beatles. Ba- so. Was it was it the album Pretty Hate Machine? Whatever. Pretty Hate Machine based on Tori Amos. Okay. And she comes back like with like three or four really great lines on <laughs> Boys for Pele. It's just like girl. Yeah. I like I would have loved to see that. I like, like sing fights. Mm, I like yeah. when they release out like songs about each other because it's like fuck that, that you could not do something worse than that. Caudalite <laughs> Sneeze if I remember correctly has the um the line make my own pretty hate machine which is yeah I'm like girl 
so good. Girl. It's, yeah, it's yeah. lovely. I, I, I love them both as artists. <laughs> and I think they're fantastic, and I love it, but I really wanted to see the messy breakup. And I wasn't really cognizant of it when it was happening. And I kind of, but I'm glad they're both happy now. Yeah. And trying to, they're both lovely. <laughs> Yay! Thank you, everybody, <laughs> yeah. for coming to our episode of Romancing the Game Yay. Day! <laughs> um, our next episode will be following Isabel, um, so that'll be exciting. Yeah. Because alphabetically, yes. she comes next. Yes, I know. Sarah's I mean, <laughs> making a face. Okay, we'll, we'll go we'll over see. it. We'll get there. I'm like, I, um, got, I gotta read over it again, because, like, I never really, like, I, I totally got the threesome in the first game. <laughs> Foursome. I definitely looked up how to get the foursome. I, I did do that. Three, I got the threesome. Yeah. I didn't get the foursome. Oh, you can. Oh, I know you can. Okay. <laughs> like, girl, I know I can. It takes a little but, bit of work, but you can. Well, right. No, yeah. So, girl. You have to make sure certain people are in the right headspace. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, I can't. I was like, mm, no. Um, But yeah, so thank you for sticking with, with us through our like weird scheduling shenanigans. I don't know, 2021. Yeah, life is yeah. just. Ugh. What up? Yeah, but. Uh, if you want more stuff from us, uh, we do have a lot more other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. All three of us are members of theaters, Theater of the Mind Players, uh, and we are currently releasing Fallout right now, right? Wait, are we? Yeah, when this episode comes out, yeah. it'll be Fallout. Okay. Yeah. So that is based off the video game Fallout. I know. Video games, us, what? Oh, boy. <laughs> Shocker. And, Murder uh, all the slavers in three. Yeah. Uh, you can pre-order the Fallout game, but we got a preview copy. Because we're pretty cool. Woo. Okay, it's all Rob. Yeah. <laughs> but you can He's all... a monster, though, so. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can all find us on Theater of Mind Players, uh, and then... These lovely ladies also have some additional stuff. You can find me on the Not So Bigfoot thing, which is a podcast about being a small lady hiking, and maybe I'll eventually release my episode from 2020, because 2020 sucked all of the balls. Yes. I mean, so, yeah, it was yeah. sad. Yeah. I do have to admit, traffic was a lot better to work in. Fair enough. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sarah does stuff. I do lots of stuff, because I don't know why. <laughs> That's a lie. You love it. Well, I know I love it. Yeah, like, but just like I don't know how it had happened. It was just like boom here. Okay, uh, got TMP going on. Yes. Um, plot points. I've been doing for a while. We're on a little bit of hiatus because uh, you know somebody had a baby. It's apparently, Babies. apparently Babies. it's a big life, life change, <laughs> adjustment, busy schedule, diapers, whatever. Um, but you can find a whole ton of episodes of plot points because we have. Like eight years of backlog. Yeah. Um, this this road romance in the game, and also <laughs> <laughs> the podcast that you're listening to. Yeah, the right podcast you're listening to right now. Wow. Listen to that. Brought to you by viewers by IQ. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and also uh, Encounter Party, which is a D and D fourth edition Ravnica campaign, which is super fun. We also have a live stream on YouTube as well. We're currently playing Icewind Dale, and I'm on my fourth character. Well, I, think, I think technically three. I would like freak yeah, out. Yeah, I think like four. Like, it just. Uh, so I would good freak bouncing out. back. I'd freak out. I I'd mean, be like, after the second character, I'd be like, so I'll catch you guys later. Yeah. No, y'all go on without me. Talk yeah, without yeah, me like, here. Deuce is Brian. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Well, I'm just. It's what you get after you've been playing yeah. Yeah. like yeah. RPGs for like 20 years. You're like, oh, I died. Um, and you're like an aggressive player, too. Like, you yeah. get in the action. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, so, like, I prefer to. Think of it as kind of stupid. 
<laughs> like, of course I will touch the thing that obviously looks like it's going to trap and die me. Of course. But that gets the action move. I mean, yeah, but let's, let's get the fun. Yeah. It forces other people to react to yes. it, and that's super fun. <laughs> so but. thank you all again uh, for coming and listening to us today. As yeah, we really always, appreciate it. Remember, consent, consent is, is sexy and mandatory. And sober. Black Lives Matter. Stop and Asian Asian hate. Asian hate. Um, get your oh, fucking vaccine. Oh, we don't please, want please, to please, 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 fucking please. quarantine in October. Please. And please. hey, folks, new CDC guidelines. Put your masks, Put masks, your masks on. back on. <laughs> yeah, dude, I never took it off. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is fine. And you know, I'm okay. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jordan Fishburne. I'm Tawny P. Thompson. And I'm Sarah Babe. Rawr! Because it's God, been a fucking week. Fantastic. Yes, yes. <laughs> My ass is waking up at 6 a.m. to watch some soccer. Oh. Olympics. Okay. The toxic masculinity stuff.